Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. Welcome to the podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. This is Money's Crazy Mind. I'm sick of it, doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack, what's upsetting, what the fuck is that? It's something funny, made for you to laugh at. You're destroying America with your rap. You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat. The only way I would ever apologize if I had my face buried in your sister's thighs. Okay, I'm sorry for what it's worth, but the best part of you was the afterbirth. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Oh, 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 I didn't realize how long it's been since I've done one of these, but it's been quite a significant amount of time since I've done one of these. Uh, welcome back into the asylum, everybody. It has been since the end of October. Well, the middle of October, actually, if I'm looking at my episode list here, right. Uh, since I have been with you guys, um, here on anchor.fm, or if you're listening on the money's crazy mind podcast website, or if you're listening at any of the other services where this podcast is available, um, I, I, I thank you number one for that. But number two, you guys are missing out on the live video every Friday nights. Uh, so if you guys want to check out the live video, there's a couple different places you can do that. You can do that on the Redline Media Group LLC YouTube channel. You can do that on the Redline Radio LLC Facebook page. The Redline Radio Studio 2 Facebook page. The Money's Crazy Mind Facebook page, or if you guys are Twitch addicts, you can do it live on Twitch or, you know, Hey, I mean, you can even watch it on Twitter. Just follow Redline radio LLC. That's all you got to do to watch the live video every Friday night. Plus the live video from our other shows as well. Uh, so, you know, when am I on Friday nights, eight to 10 PM, and that is not going to change. Um, there's been a lot of content that you guys have missed as seven episodes, actually, uh, since the last time I was able to upload something here on anchor, not from lack of trying. Um, there's been a lot going on behind the scenes here at, uh, money's crazy mind. And, um, wanted to kind of take this time to just, uh, let you know what's, what's going on. Um, you know, this time of year, not just Christmas, but, uh, you know, from the beginning of November and probably into a little bit of the new year is uh, a little bit of a tough time for me. Um, you know, obviously it's my birthday in November, uh, Christmas in December. But for me, December holds probably one of uh, a cut. Well, actually, it's a couple of the darkest 
moments that have kind of ever happened to me. Um, 12 years ago, I went through one of the toughest things I've ever had to go through. And that was when, um, that was when, uh, I became, became very aware of my mental health issues. Uh, it was the first time that I ever really was able to become comfortable with the fact that I suffer from depression. And in the same week, two events happened in the same week. Uh, actually, I think the same day, if memory reminds me. But um, that was in December, you know, so let's go back to November a little bit, you know. Um, I've been, I had been getting dicked around by a dealership that I took my car to for the better part of two months at this point. Um, you know, uh, they originally stated it was one thing wrong with it. And that was going to be a reasonably decent amount of money to fix. And then in the course of 24 hours, it became a much more expensive repair. I'm going to turn the D noise on for a minute. Cause I'm hearing a buzz in the background and I don't like it. Uh, so, you know, I, I tried doing everything I could to either a trade my car in and get a new one or B, um, trying to make up some kind of payment plan so I could get my car back. And that was when my phone calls to them stopped being answered. You know, so I'm kind of just like, well, what the fuck? I mean, you guys have my car. Answer the phone. Like, do you want my money or do you not want my money? Like, like it's a simple equation. So my dad, who is a recently retired, re I can speak, I promise, uh, recently retired mechanic went up there. And it was just like, well, hey, you know, he brought his car up here. Uh, you guys told him one thing. Then you told him something else. You know, he's trying to work with you guys, but nobody's returning his phone calls. I'm starting to question what you guys are, are saying is wrong with his car. Can I speak to the mechanic? Can I, can I look at the service report? Can I, you know, do some things here? So. The guy works with my dad, gets him the service report, gets him all the information he needs. And basically tells my dad, well, what they originally tried telling me was actually what was wrong with the fucking car. But they don't know because the mechanic never did the second test drive. So now... They need to do a second test drive. So they said, give us three days. We'll do the test drive. We'll call, you know, we'll call you back with whatever happens. So we get the call back in two days. Yep. Yeah. The original thing that was actually fairly reasonably priced is what fixed it. 
So now it's okay. Well, because you motherfuckers have had my car for, for now going on three months, I don't have the money to pay for it right now. I've lost my job because of this. I've had to give up other job opportunities because of this. So now you guys got to give me a couple of days to get the money together to make this happen. So they're like, okay, you know, I go and work a couple of odd jobs, get the money together in about two weeks. Fair, I think. So the day that I was planning on going up there to pick the car up, actually a couple of days before the day I was planning to pick the car up, they call me and they say, if you don't pick the car up by this date, we're, we're impounding it at your cost. And it's going to be $75 a day storage fee until you pick the car up. And I'm like, really now? The main reason the car has been sitting there for as long as it has is because you some bitches didn't answer the phone for three weeks when I was trying to call you to figure out what we're doing. So come to find out through uh, information that my dad was given and then information that I was able to get out of this place, pretty much everybody that worked there quit or was fired because they weren't doing their jobs properly. So now I'm the one being punished because nobody there was doing their fucking job. And they're going to threaten to do this to my car. So I go up there two days later. I pick the car up. They duct tape a note to the front of my window on the inside of the car. So now I have duct tape glue that I need to remove from my windshield. They promised me that my car was in a secure location where it could not be vandalized or broken into. Given the make of my car, that's been happening quite a bit recently. And uh, not to my personal vehicle, but to other people that own the same uh, make of car that I own. So put two and two together there. And every other car around my car had busted out windows, which means those cars have been broken into. But yet my car was in a secure location. So, you know, I, I pick the car up, I bring it home. You know, now it's the, my birthday has now passed, so I have to now get plates. So that's another week. You know, then there's other things that need to be done to the car too to get it to 100% working order again, which is just even more money. And because of, not having a car, I've been out of work for three months now at this point. So now it's playing catch up. And when you're married and you have somebody who's relying on you to be a 50% partner to help them, that takes its toll on you. And it's been doing that for me for quite some time. What a lot of people don't know is. I'm a very passionate person. And when I can't do something that I don't want to say I'm expected to do, but that, you know, marriage is an agreement. And when you enter into that agreement and, you know, okay. So throughout this entire time as well, my wife is out of work. So now we're both just trying to find whatever jobs we can find. I'm trying to use her car to get to work as much as I can 
but that's now affecting her trying to get a new job and things like that. So it's just been a lot of crazy, you know? So yeah, you know, I, I, the, the, the mental stress has been taking its toll on me and that's now affecting me physically. You know, for a long time, I was doing so good about, you know, trying to eat a little bit healthier, uh, staying away from, uh, sugary beverages. And, you know, I kind of have a new respect for water. Um, and I've been doing really good at it and I could see in my physical appearance that I was losing weight. Well, because of now all this added bull, I've started to go backwards a little bit. Um, but now that the car is home and she's 99% fixed, there's just two little minor things that need to be done. Uh, you know, a lot of that can kind of come off of me, you know, but, uh, there is something else physical that I've been, that I've been going through and that, you know, um, last year I was in an accident. I was at work. I was a mail carrier and I was at work and, uh, I had an accident in the truck where I smashed my knee, um, against a metal table that's in the truck that we carry the trays of mail on. Um, and I haven't been able to walk right since, um, I have had problems with my knees in the past where I've had surgery on them and, uh, depending on what doctor you go to, you're going to get a different answer. So I've been arguing back and forth. Well, not arguing, but I've been, you know, getting pulled around back and forth by different doctors for the better part of, you know, over a year. And just recently the government sent me to go get a second opinion because they're trying to figure out what they can do and, and, you know, what, will be covered and this guy you know took one look at my knee took one look at my history took one look at, at what happened in the accident and what was reported and he basically told me that if he had done my initial knee surgeries when i had them 10 years ago he would have done a replacement right there on the spot you know so i mean that probably would have saved my job but now, because that didn't happen, and with the force that I smacked my knee in that truck, I did something to my femur that might be irreversible. And I'm basically walking on borrowed time. So there's a lot that needs to happen with that. And I'm hoping hoping that we can convince the government to let me just go ahead and get the knee replacement so I can just be done with this and I can get back to a normal life. But until that happens or until we can figure out what kind of options are going to be available, I am not allowed to do a job where I am on my feet, where I do a lot of walking, do a lot of driving, or a lot of lifting. So now I'm in the hunt 
for a job that I can do where I'm sitting on my ass all the time, which doesn't really help with the new diet, but it's where we're at. But all of that kind of equates to why it's taken a little bit to get these episodes up because it's like I get home from working the odd job that I'm doing right now and I'm just, I'm done. I'm dead. I'm burnt out. I can't walk. I can barely lay down without being in pain. So, you know, now that, now that I have a little bit of time, I want to get this updated and I want to get it rolling and I want to get it done. So here we are. So the archive is going to get updated today, but let's get back to, to the events that happened this week, 12 years ago that make me hate this week of the year. December 6th, 2010 was the last day that the blockbuster I worked at was open for business. It was the night we locked the doors forever. And I've said it many times on this show in the past, Blockbuster is one of the best jobs I've ever had. And it will forever be that. Um, so there's that. On that same day, I want to say it was the same day. If not, maybe the day before or the day after, but I'm pretty sure it was the same day. My ex-fiance, who just very recently has been somewhat coming back into my life, uh, we have a lot of mutual friends, but we also are godparents to a friend of our son. And um, we're trying to do what's right for him. It's been his wish that, you know, we get along again so that he can have us both in his, in his, in his life. And, uh, But it was the same day that she told me that uh, she was no longer in love with me and she needed some time to think. And then two days later, we discover that her time to think was in the arms and in between the legs of another man. So, um, and it's taken her 12 years to admit that she fucking cheated on me. So, there's that. Um, So, I mean, the, the X thing isn't so bad, but it's just the fact that it was the same day in the same year that two things that have significantly impacted my life because I, I loved the job for Blockbuster and, you know, it's where a lot of my, my movie buff stuff, you know, I was able to, to feed that need. And now it's a lot more expensive (laughs) to feed that need. Um, but that was also around the time when I finally discovered and finally started paying attention to the fact that I did actually have a mental illness and it was basically all (laughs) of the aftermath of that split that made me realize it. Um, And I've been trying to do the best I can to kind of take care of it ever since. But uh, thanks to COVID, and the pandemic, um, I haven't really been able to see my counselor. So 
it's been tough. Um, you know, plus not really having the money for it either, you know, but it's been, it's been a long ride. It's been a tough ride, but we're going to get through it. And, you know, the, the, me doing the show every week definitely helps. And yes, there have been episodes since the last one I posted here, uh, you know, and just kind of looking at everything that was here, you know, the, the, the last episode that I posted was talking about the, the godfather of the occult, Alistair Crowley. So what's been happening on Money's Crazy Mind since then? Uh, these episodes are all going to get uploaded today, uh, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, I will get you guys caught up, I, I promise. I'm actually downloading all the episodes now from YouTube uh, since I do the weekly video. Um, and I'll let you guys know where to find the live video so you guys don't have to miss an episode. Uh, but what, what we've done since talking about Aleister Crowley is, uh, the very next week, um, my friend opened a tattoo, well, didn't open, reopened his, his tattoo parlor, but also an art gallery in the same building. Um, and he asked that we come there and do a live remote. So I was there live, uh, you know, interviewing some of the people that were there for the grand opening and everything like that. Um. Then the week after that, we counted down the entire Halloween franchise from worst to best. Uh, my opinion on it, you know, uh, agree or don't, that that's up to you. Uh, and then the week after that, first week of November, count down to my 38th birthday uh, celebration. Netflix released its Blockbuster TV show. Uh, so how does a former employee of Blockbuster feel about the show? So that's basically my former employee uh, opinion on the show. Um, the, the next week, the day I was doing my show and I was expecting a very special guest to come on, the news came down that, uh, the voice of Batman for many a generation, Kevin Conroy died. So obviously every plan that I had got derailed and I did an episode in honor of Kevin counting down the greatest to, uh, the greatest to ever don the cowl in Gotham and be the Gotham Knight and the Gotham Savior. Uh, then was the birthday special. Uh, Psych Ward back in the studio. Jeremy Armstrong in the studio. My wife for the first time ever on an episode of Money's Crazy Mind. And then I also invited the guys from Talking About Balls, one of another shows on Redline Radio, uh, to come and be in the studio with me, celebrate the birthday with me. Uh, took a week off. Actually, I think I took two weeks off after that. Let me let me look at the calendar here real quick just to see. Let it see, let it see. So last one. Nope, just took a week. Just took a week. All right, that works. Um, but yeah, so I had, had took a week off. Um, had a pretty major family crisis that happened. Uh, my sister was rushed to the hospital and she was in there for a couple of days. So we were making sure that nothing happened to my sister. Um, and then the month of December started and for December, I always do, um, something special. So this year we're counting down some of the craziest Christmas traditions, too strange to believe from all over the world and some even from right here in the United States. So that is what has been going on in the asylum on Money's Crazy Mind since the last time I was able to post here. 
a little bit of an update as to what's been going on with me physically and why um, I've been a douchebag and haven't been updating the archive. But that is all getting taken care of today. And you guys will be able to get caught up on the next seven episodes of Money's Crazy Mind. And I promise from here on out, these episodes will be put up. And I will have started to do my post-show audio dumps and even my weekly preview audio dumps. Uh, like I said, shit's just been been cray-cray. Uh, but stuff's getting back to normal now. So we'll get back to doing this uh, every week. So next week, uh, more crazy traditions. And I'm going to be given my second um, recommended holiday viewing movie um, that that the audience of the show ha- has been recommending to me. The first one, which you'll hear on this week's episode, was Puka. It was a uh, um, uh, Hulu original. This next one's actually a Hulu original, too. Um, a remember what the name of the movie was i can't remember it because it's it's a based on the title of just like puka you wouldn't expect it to be a christmas movie but it most certainly is and it's it's definitely definitely an interesting watch and of course it's not gonna pop up here um let me see A nasty piece of work. Uh, just like Puka, this one's from 2019. Um, but definitely, definitely a very interesting movie. Uh, a damn good movie, too, with one hell of a twist at the end. So uh, stay tuned for the review on that. Plus, more crazy Christmas traditions, too strange to believe, all counting down to the craziest and strangest Christmas tradition I have ever ever heard in my life all that uh this upcoming friday on redline radio llc redline media group llc on youtube and uh so where can you watch money's crazy mind live all right well you can watch it you have a variety of places to watch it so you can watch it live on redline radio llc on facebook um, and we have a, a plethora of pages there. So Redline Radio LLC, our main page, Redline Radio Studio 2. Uh, the, the profile picture is just a picture of a, a desk and a bunch of and, and green screen behind it, which is where I normally do my show from. Uh, you can go to the Money's Crazy Mind podcast Facebook page. You can go to Redline Radio LLC's Twitter page. We stream all of our shows live on Twitter. Uh, or you can go to our Twitch channel, Redline Radio LLC. Or on YouTube, we are Redline Media Group, LLC, because we are uh, spanning out into other media ventures now that we have some of the means to do that. Um, And then, of course, if you want to just listen to the audio replay, you can do it right here on Anchor.fm or the Money's Crazy Mind podcast. And that is at podpage.com forward slash monies dash crazy dash mind all of my episodes are uploaded on there as well and you can learn a little bit about the show 
You can follow the website to get updates about every time I post a new episode. So, um, sorry about the delay, everybody, but we're back. We're back on on Anchor. We're back on the website. We're back. All right, everybody, but until next time, for an audio dump, have a week.